Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I am here today with Victoria, and we are talking, I guess, what? how do you name the subject, Victoria? We're talking about body image and our yeah. own journey with it, I guess, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. How, how, how to overcome that, those body image fears, how yeah. we are, our own experiences. Because it's been quite a journey for the both of us, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I was saying that in my story earlier, and I was like, God, yeah, and it's. It, it, I, I was saying it was one that I never expected to need to mm. go on. Yeah, I mean, I've I've not obviously known you for a few years now, and I've noticed the difference in you and your relationship with your body and how it's changed over these past years. In just like just from knowing you, and it's it's definitely such a positive journey you're having with it all, isn't it? Like definitely one you didn't expect, perhaps. I think yeah I think so and I think the, the craziest part about it is you don't see it happening mm. you don't know it's happening do you you don't know that you need to go on that journey you don't on un- like the things that you worry about you know you don't even notice yeah but now when I look back on them I'm like what the fuck was I doing oh my god massively massively like it's it's that classic thing of thinking you'll be happier happy when you're leaner you've got less body fat you'll leave you'll be happy when but actually when now that we're both in a much different place with our relationships with our body we can see that actually like that had nothing to do with the way we looked and actually does that make sense (laughs) it's 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 got nothing to do with whether you have abs or not because you you it's how you put how you value your self-worth isn't it and that, that is that is what it comes down to I think all of those external things you know like whether it be a purchased item or whether it be how your body looks in its images that you place happiness on the value of that yeah 100 percent. and I think that even like our relationships have probably had a really positive impact on like us as coaches as well because I like th- probably three years ago my relationship with myself was probably it was okay it was iffy to be honest with you and I think that now that I'm in a fantastic place myself I can obviously relay that onto clients and be like look we're here you know, obviously you've got your amazing goal right now which is x y or z but I really want you to be able to respect where you're at right now as well and not disregard where you're at yeah yeah because it, you that is exactly it is that you know like like we have and like I have is that you know you're saying well I'm not going to be happy until I get to that point but unfortunately the problem with doing that is that when you reach that point you feel so fucking disappointed because it's not how you think that you would feel because you haven't appreciated the things that your body can do and what you have done on the way I feel like um to give some context do you want to talk about the journey that you've been on yeah absolutely just a little bit of context so that people understand in case they don't don't know your background yeah absolutely so for me like my kind of kind of going back years and years now so I have used to be like a very 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 petite no curves at all and and always been that way due to dancing due to just being so active and just due to how I was developing and probably didn't develop till I was much later and then when I was at dance college my body completely changed I grew some hips I grew some boobs we got a bit curvy I didn't really mind it but Unfortunately, my, te- my teachers at college gave me pretty difficult time for it, which we've touched upon in a, one of our podcasts before, haven't we? So if you want to know a bit more about my journey from that, definitely go back and listen to the interview that Anna did with me. But um, essentially, that completely changed how I looked at myself due to the feedback I got on my body and basically saying that I would 
essentially in a nutshell was not going to be able to be successful unless I was slimmer and didn't have as much body fat on me which was really really challenging to deal with at the time and it took me a long time to kind of get over that um and it's only I can probably say in the last I would say three years maybe that I feel really at peace with my body but the only way I've done that is by challenging challenging myself on it daily and a big big thing was giving myself permission to enjoy the process rather than just enjoy the end result because I think that that is such a common thing that people get you know tangled up in and thinking okay right I'm just gonna keep going and then when I get to that end goal that is it I've made it I've completed it but actually if we take a step back and we think okay what are the things that I can be you know look and try and achieve just today and be really happy with that and when you enjoy your process it just becomes so much more like freeing in your head. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the things that I take away from that is that I guess if it puts that in concept to people, like how would you put that in perspective to someone from where you were to where you are now? So, you know, your body image has changed. You know, you have your body image has changed. And from my view, the one thing that I usually respect about you is that you're not the leanest you know yeah. you're not you're not absolutely diddy you know you're not a size six you haven't got shredded abs but you you you're toned you're defined you're strong uh and you're curvy you know and I think the biggest thing that I respect out of that is I'm like she is so content in how her body is even though it's not what people would define in brackets of that that aesthetic dream that people think of right you know when people think about that they that's they want to be most people want to have that leaner physique like you did you know that that old dancer Tori how do you feel like your body's changed now that you started to respect it I guess in the aesthetic look I think there's a few things I think the one of the biggest things is obviously I've been I've been really really lean and that I wasn't happy like as simple as that like I, I wasn't happy in myself mentally physically I was always picking at myself I had horrible horrible habits of just like picking myself apart and I think actually reflecting on it, one of the biggest things was actually stepping away from dancing because although it, it probably isn't as, as bad as it used to be, there I think that there's still this there's challenge of always being comparing yourself to other people and you know having to audition in front of people and then picking you apart a lot of the time and I found that really challenging you know I was I got I was in a much better place at the end of my dance career but it's still really hard to have to deal with that and now that I've stepped away from that and I've realized actually the things that people love about me have nothing to do with the way I look you know my priority is I want to be healthy I want to live a really long life I want to be strong I want to be able to run like all these things that have nothing to do with like as little body fat percentages that I've got and the moment I was at peace with that and realized you know if I'm a, if I'm a little twiggy that it doesn't make me a better coach you know I can be a fantastic coach and be really happy and content with where I'm at right now yeah yeah and I it's, it's so powerful and it's I think the, the hardest thing probably to put in contact with people is like the journey that you had to go through mm. to get there so yeah. obviously some of the some of the hardships that you had to go through like you said that you still challenge yourself daily now yeah. and I, I can resonate to it because it's a it's still a forever battle for me personally but 
what are some of the things that you have to still challenge yourself on? Like, what are some of the feelings that sometimes you get that you have to fight back yeah, on? Absolutely. So I think that I think it's hard, isn't it? Because although I'm in, I can confidently say like I am in a really good place right now, there is sometimes this little voice that creeps back at you. And like when you when we all get them, like we have those days where you look in the mirror and you're like, freaking hell, I feel like crap. Like look you just pick yourself apart sometimes but I'm able to catch myself now and call myself out and be like no come on now you're being silly that's not true that's not real you're being irrational yeah like I'm able to call myself out on it now like for example the the photo shoot we've just had um I like I didn't do any prep for it I kind of wasn't really sure if I was going to do any photos because I was like, oh, I haven't really done anything for it. Like, I'm just kind of going. And then obviously I've been coaching, obviously, all these women they were like, looking amazing and Jess as well. And she looks freaking sick. And, <laughs> and it's really hard, really, really hard to not compare yourself and think, oh, you know, am I, am I good enough? But actually, it's about pulling myself back, taking a step back and reminding myself what I would potentially say to a client if they were saying that to me. And actually, it's not about that anyway. It, that That's not what it's about. We're, we're not at these photo shoots to, to be the leanest version of ourselves. We're there to celebrate wherever we're at in our journey at that point and be able to respect ourselves at that point. So that was actually a really important shoot for me, to be honest, mentally, because... Um, I need I think I needed to overcome that and realize that actually no you you've been silly thinking that didn't need to think like that that that's that the best thing about the shoot I think is that that shoot is to mark a point in your journey not the destination mm-hmm. isn't it and you yeah. you just did exactly what we help our clients do in that doing that shoot when you don't feel ready is probably the most valuable thing that you could ever do isn't it 100% 100% like it's it's so much more of a mental journey this this coaching than I think anyone can would ever think it would be um yeah, yeah I'm, I agree. I'm also interested to know a bit more about like your journey because obviously yeah I mean talk, talk about your background with it like, yeah I, I think, how where have you come from my I my thing is I, I was always um I don't think I've ever had any problems with, with weight gain as such. And you know, I think I've been on, probably more on the slender side than anything. Mm. Um, when I started my fitness journey, like like I said, I wasn't actually at the time holding a huge amount of body fat. Um, I know I lost a little bit of weight. I gained a lot of muscle and I was quite lean, like automatically. So that, that was just something that came to me. I fluctuated weight over time and, and there, there was a year in 2019 I went for a really terrible um like a really hard breakup and like a life change and I gained against 10 kilos um and I was still I was strong you know I, I wasn't even I wasn't I wasn't hugely bothered about it like it wasn't a massive thing but I decided to do a diet and then since that time since 2019 to the beginning of this year I've been in a cycle of dieting and and doing doing cuts and I never I didn't realize like compounded over those couple of years and it wasn't until this year I realized that I needed to do something about it was that I was constantly chasing like these mini cuts because I'd lost this weight and I I was saying to Jess like the, the one of the hardest things that I personally have found is that the external gratification you get from people when you have abs so the leaner I have got through the years, the more I've done, and this is not to say that this is why I have had this problem. It's just one of the external things that I'd be interested to hear if it help, affects you in that, mm. you know, through social media, the, the time that I get the complimented the most 
and frequently is when I'm lean, when I'm dieting. And that become, I think subconsciously it becomes addictive in that you get so much praise in society nowadays for having this shredded physique. You do, you, you honestly do. You look amazing. You've done so well. You look incredible. Wow. Goals, you know, and that's the thing that I would always get when we do these shoes. And then as I started to gain weight, that disappeared. And without, now I can sit back and reflect on it. I realized of what a knock-on effect it then ended up having on my, me, how I appreciate myself, because I feel like I ended up feeling like if I wasn't lean, I clearly wasn't good enough. You know, I, I wasn't aspirational for other people. And that was just an uncon- like a subconscious belief that I ended up having that I now have realized, but that was what I ended up doing. You know, I, I would, I got down to a low weight and then I'd, wouldn't do my maintenance. I would just, you know, fuck it. You know, I'll just enjoy myself because I diet hard because I have the mentality to diet hard. It doesn't bother me. Um, and then I was never doing the maintenance. I was never learning about my, in myself. Cause I was like, yeah, I've got this. I don't, I don't need to worry about that. I was never gaining loads of weight. I would fluctuate a couple of kilos over maybe a four or five month period. It wasn't anything dramatic. And I'd be like, Oh, I've got another shoot. I'll do a mini cut. Or I'll go on holiday. I'll do a mini cut. And over and over and over, I didn't realize that I was just creating this like self damage to myself because I was getting this external gratification. I was getting lean. I was feeling good. And then I was like, Oh, fuck it. doesn't matter. And in my head, I sort of pretty much had it that I could only maintain if I had the lower calories. And all of these things were like unpurposeful, like, you know, I've been a coach for a while. I've coached a lot of women. I understand the knowledge. I have that there, but I just wasn't applying it to myself because I didn't really think there was a problem. I thought that I was happy, but it became apparent to me when I just started to worry about gaining weight all the time. And it started last year after the shoot, I came to Dubai and I was having things like jelly and yogurt for breakfast because I was trying to keep my calories low. And it got to a point where I had this self-belief, this full self-belief that I could not eat over 1600 calories and, and maintain my weight. Like it was just a full belief that I had, you know, even over Christmas last year, that's what I was tracking at. Like it was my maintenance, but what I was fooling myself was, is what I was doing outside of that. You know, it, you know, at the weekends I was, I was eating more. Um, and my food focus was like astronomically high. And I just didn't realize I had no fucking idea. I had no idea. And it, it just, it, it was really strange. And I didn't realize I had this massive fear of eating more food, massive fear. What, what do you think was the turning point for you? What was the moment you said, freaking out, I can't do this anymore. This is, this is too exhausting. Was there a moment? Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I, work, I, worked, with, I worked with a coach, um, not for long. Um, and I've had this conversation with him now because it was something that I just didn't realise at the time. So I started, I started with a new coach last October after my shoot. And I was like, yeah, start a new journey, you know, try something different. And um, he said something to me. He said, you're scared of eating more food. He's like, we've got some relationship things that we need to work on here. And it was just, it was just a denial. It was in all honesty, transparency. I didn't know that I had this issue. I didn't, I literally, I had no idea. I, I was just living in my life and I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, I look after my body because I always have. And I think it triggered something. I then decided to stop working with him because I was like, no, this is going to make me like, this is, this is making me feel uncomfortable. I don't like this. I haven't got a problem with my food. Like, because it's, it's not a serious problem. Do you know what I mean? It was just one of those little knacks. And it then clicked in my head. And I was like, have I? Have I got a problem mm. with maintenance? And then it became really apparent when I started running because I was so fucking hungry. Because because I was, I was saying to Simon, I was like, 
I'm so hungry. I'm burning so many calories, but I can't eat more than that because I'll gain weight. And and it was like, it just, it was like this tick after tick. And then I was like, oh my God. And running was the best thing I ever did because it put this trust in me with food. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. And it just shows what, like, how powerful your mindset can be because you, you know the science of it. You know the science of energy balance and what's true and what's irrational. But when you're in it yourself, it is so hard to pull yourself out of that and put your objective hat on and actually see what's black and white yeah 100 percent. because i can look at somebody else and i can identify that straight away i can identify out of someone i can you know we've worked with such a great amount of women like i feel like i can just understand people the habits what they need how they require things yeah. and it was just so crazy that it was just literally like over my it was just over my head like I've taken so many people through maintenance to understand the importance you know it's something that we preach so heavily but it was always like in all honesty it was like this thing that I just didn't see I was like yeah I'm fine like I know how to maintain like it doesn't matter and it wasn't that I like I said it wasn't that I was gaining unnecessary amounts of body fat at all it was that I was forever chasing this teeny teeny lean physique that I just didn't realize I had and yeah it's it's been one hell of a journey since january getting yeah. used to get yeah getting used to not being there massively and it's re- and i think it's also a really brave journey to go on as well because that was all you, all you knew really was was being like that and to actually make that step and commit to actually eating more food and not not always chasing you know having a six pack is such a a brave massive mental thing for you to do you should be really proud of yourself for that because I know that's a massive thing because I've done it and it's it, it can seem like a scary thing but how how much lighter do you feel in your headspace now that you've gone through that yeah I, I definitely do I know that I have so far to go I think for me in that I I know now when I look back I think oh my god I cannot believe that I used to make myself eat no and some of these habits like in all honesty they, they come from you know ha- having different coaches people telling me different things and, and you just you know take everything by gospel and it, it became it, yeah it's scary now to think that that's what I thought that I had to do in order to be in a good place when when actually now you know I, I comfortably eat way more than 2,000 calories a day and actually I know that that's actually what I need to do but it was it was a really big journey of learning I had to create so much trust with eating more food, but the the most beneficial thing that I found that I did personally was tracking at maintenance because mm-hmm. you don't realize like, and again, this is knowledge that I have, um, it, but for me, I had just never pushed myself to do it for long enough. You know, I do it for a couple of weeks, a month, six weeks, but I tracked at maintenance from February right through to September, you know, and it was, it was the most beneficial thing. Someday seeing three and a half thousand calories, obviously because of the runs in my fitness pal, it changed the game. You know, it did it, it, obviously in the concept that was a long run day, but even just on a maintenance day, like tracking at 2000 now, I know is, is an easy maintenance for me. It just builds up that trust with yourself, doesn't yeah. it? You can't build that trust without seeing it in front of you, can you? 100%. And I think that that is literally one of the reasons why we preach, why working through maintenance with, with all our clients is so important because we've been there we've got the blueprint we know what doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) I want you to make the same mistakes as what we've done in the past (laughs) yeah and don't you think like the and and it's it's the the concept of understanding like when you finish a diet 
you like I did. I'm a human at the end of the day. And that's why I've had to go through this journey like everybody else has. Like we are not flawless, but we all we do is we challenge ourselves, don't we? And we, we learn from it. You come out of a diet, you don't feel hungry when you eat 16 or 1700 calories anymore, but it's not fucking enough food. You know, it's not enough food to learn to maintain on 1600 calories, you know, and it's because you're subconsciously telling yourself you're not hungry because you are scared because you've worked so hard to be where you are. You know, you've worked whatever position you're in, you know, if you finished a really healthy and sustainable diet, it's still petrifying, isn't it? Seeing the scales move, seeing more food in my fitness pal. Did you find it scary? Oh, massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because uh, I was I was on quite the extreme end of the spectrum, though, to be honest. Like yeah. I was, oh, I don't even want to say the number of calories I was eating because it was freaking ridiculous. Yeah. But um, yeah, like you, you have to go through that. And you have to build up that trust with yourself because like, you know, we're like me, us, we're, we're both super active. You know, I do like over, I do about 20k steps a day most days. I'm doing, I'm running, I'm training. We need the food. I need the food if I want to fuel myself and be able to function well, feel regulated, not feel up and down in my hormones all the time. I need to eat enough food, man. Otherwise, yeah. it's just exhausting. Yeah, but I had it, to learn that. I think to realize I had to almost go through. I don't regret going through that time because it, it, I understand that now with myself. Yeah, and I I agree in that. I I'm always very glad that I've done that so that I can now continue to learn. But I still I still feel so. I, I don't know what point I am in my journey because I still feel so challenged. Yeah. And I, I now when I look back, like some of the atrocious things that I would do to myself is like, you know, I, I would check. I definitely don't think it helped me from having endometriosis because it was a highlight of my stomach, but I would probably check my stomach like 10 to 15 times a day yeah. to see whether whether it was small enough, you know, if it was lean enough. And I would wake up and if my belly was a bit bloated, I'd be like, oh, so frustrating you know like don't feel my best and I was chasing this like feeling my best all the fucking time and and it's it's just crazy like when I when I look back I think what the freaking heck was I doing to myself but I I could I couldn't sit here and say that I don't still do some some things that aren't right for me you know I know that I'm very hard on myself still but I also know that that's part of the journey like it's never it's never over is it it's never over 100% and you know it'd be amazing to say you know you're going to wake up one day and suddenly you'll just be fine you won't ever have these habits again but they're habits and we have to we have to keep working on them and challenging ourselves on them every single day like any anything like and and you will get there 100% and but it just you know you just keep trusting that if you keep calling yourself out on it you keep catching yourself keep saying you know what's something that I would do is say okay right how am I feeling today okay if Anna said this to me what what advice would I give her like say when you when you're picking yourself apart imagine it's me saying that about myself to you and what you would say to me and I I think that can sometimes be really helpful yeah that's it's it's a pretty helpful tool and I think little it sounds silly but little things that I now do like I know that you know if, if you're someone that's trying to be more comfortable in that body image is like I will wake up and see how I feel and I'll, I'll pick clothing depending on how I feel. You know, now rather than buying all high-waisted jeans, I buy low-cut jeans and I buy shorts that are a bit baggier and, you know, dresses that are a bit flowier because, you know, sometimes then I'm not even highlighting my body image and that if I'm a bit bloated, I still feel comfortable. And I think that was one of the most challenging things for me is that along with this um, being lean, I, I noticed that every item of clothing I had was tight. Mm-hmm. So I'd always wear a crop top I would always I would always have my belly out I would you know always wear tight clothing because again it was like a, a highlight of like 
I'm small, so that makes me feel better. You know, then am I am I am I am I looking better? Whereas actually now, like just doing things like that, like I notice that I'll go in and I'll look at something baggy, I'll look at something that's more loose fitting or you know, a different sort of cut. And actually now I feel more comfortable. I don't focus so much on that highlight. You know, like mm-hmm. silly things like if I go out for dinner, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna wear a baggy dress because I'm not gonna be bothered about my belly, you know, and I can be present yeah. in the moment. And it's do you think did you find that things like that? Was that a thing yeah. for you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you almost, when you're in that sort of negative headspace with yourself, I don't know about you, but I defined myself as, as I am that person who will always have an athletic figure. Like I will always look, I will always be quite lean. Like that is me. That is what people see me as. So you almost think when you're not meeting that, you're you're not good enough. Like yeah. when actually... Now that we're not, we realised that was that was a load of bollocks. I like that's got nothing to do with how people see me. Like, I, I hope it doesn't anyway. And if it does, then you don't know me very well. <laughs> yeah, and, and that is that is literally such a valid point. In that, yeah, I, I'm very similar in that. You know, would would people still think that I'm a good enough coach? Would people think that I've let myself go? You know, like now, you know, I I stand and. I barely have an ab in sight anymore. And, you know, do people just think I'm letting myself go and justifying it with saying that yeah. it's okay, you know, and it's, you get all of those thoughts and feelings in your head as yeah. somebody who people do aspire to for a certain reason, but we are aspired to because at the end of the day, the discipline that we have to turn up and do our workouts, the drive that we have, the support we give other people and how we help people change their lives. Like that's, that's why, but, yeah. you know, like anybody in your human, like, I know that definitely those thoughts come in and I forget about all of that stuff. Yeah. I forget about all that stuff and I just focus on how I feel in that moment. And you just have to, you have to try so hard to pull yourself out of that moment. Don't you to remember what you're doing? Yeah. Massively. Like, I like just to kind of back up what you said there, like when, when I was looking for a coach that first time and I found you to be like, that I wanted to be coached by when I looked at you, what you looked like had nothing to like I thought you were inspiring because you looked after yourself but that had nothing to do with the reason why I wanted you to be my coach I looked at you and I thought this woman is so disciplined she knows what she's talking about she's so driven in everything she does I want to be coached by her for those reasons and I do think that like you know your vibe attracts your tribe like honestly that I think that I I hope that that's what draws people in for us now because of you know our drive yeah anything. yeah the the and that's it like you you forget because it, it becomes part of your life in that actually the highlights of us probably are that we don't go a fucking week without missing our workout so you know like every now and then yes you know the things happen but it's an automatic habit for us to do the things that we do and to live the way that we do and that's that's what that's that's the passions that we have and and that is not defined by abs it's just it's that reminder i, I had a i had a, a challenging weekend this weekend being in a bikini yeah by um with yeah. a best friend who's just finished a diet you know and that, and that was one of the biggest challenges that I had this weekend that I think I've faced in a long time yeah and how did you how did you overcome that it was weird actually because yesterday it was um I was taking pictures of Jess and I was like fucking hell man she's fit <laughs> I was like she's a she's a saucy mama she looks absolutely amazing in that she's just a beautiful human right and you you can you know you it's hard for girls being around girls you know when maybe your friend is what you would deem as you know smaller than you leaner than you and it's interesting because we just sat and had these open conversations she was like you're right and I was like yeah yeah I was like it's just 
you look so fucking amazing. I was like, you look amazing, you know? And I said to her, oh, I'm honest, I don't, I don't feel my best at the minute because I'm working on this journey yeah. of being more comfortable, having more shape. You know, I, I know I'm still small. Um, and I said to her, I, I, I'm struggling with feeling sexy. I'm struggling with that still. I, I'm getting there. But I'm, and I said, it's hard, you know, we're your best friends in front of you. Fucking beams of confidence, looking sexy as hell. Uh, and I got a picture and, you know, I, I, I looked at Jess's picture, I looked at mine and I was like, highlight to yourself good points about her but highlight to yourself good points about you you know I was like yes. you know, and I was highlighting points about Jess that I thought were attractive apart from her core you know I was like she has the most beautiful smile she has this big beautiful red hair you know she's got sexy long legs and then I was like you you know you've got a beautiful glowing tan you know you've got lovely shape your ass looks fantastic you know <laughs> we've, been eat, we've been eating that food your bum looks great and I was trying to do it the whole holiday like when we went horse riding I was like you know, from the front, so my belly's hanging over my trousers, but I was like, do you know what? My arse looks fantastic. I look really cool there. And then I was like, I'm not going to allow this thought to ruin my experience of having this time of embracing it with her. And I just, I was walking to the toilet and I was like, I could feel everything wobbling. And I was like, you're fucking sexy. You're curvy and you're sexy. And it's just, it, it's, I think, you know, like you said, it's just pulling yourself out of those moments constantly. And you can't yeah. always win them, can you? But sometimes... If you can win oh, them often. I think that's such good advice as well, because I know that there will be a lot of women throughout this journey that are, you know, maybe battling with similar sort of feelings with themselves. But if you're in a in a where whoever people you're with and you're struggling with that and you feel safe talking to them about it, have an open conversation about it. You yeah. Because, no, because do you know what Jess turned around to me and she was like. I fucking, she was like, look at your body every day. And I wish, you know, I think it's incredible. She was like, you have the best bum. She was like, I don't really have a bum, you know, and it's, it, it, it literally just shifted. She was like, this is the best you've ever looked. You know, Eddie said, she was like, it's the best you've ever looked. And it's funny because that's how you feel inside and you judge your, you can judge yourself based on how other people look when actually that person sitting opposite you is probably looking at you thinking exactly the same thing, thinking she looks fucking, but rather than using that as a comparison, it's right saying, okay, you know, like, Jess grabbed that by the horse. She was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to work on my ass. I'm going to have a nice big bum as well. You know, and it's it's just, it's about channeling that and, and understanding that we're all going to look at someone else and say that that's great about them. But rather than bringing ourselves down about that, actually just being happy for them that they look that way, you know, or that that's them. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's such a good take home, isn't it? I think, you know, you, you can you can twist it and look at it in a positive way. You know, you can say, I feel really inspired by that person, but that doesn't mean that you can't still be happy with your, where you're at and respect where you're at as well. You can still aspire to be like something or someone else, but still be happy where you are. That's okay. Yeah. I think Jess, obviously in context, Jess is a psychologist, so she has a way with words. And we had this is a, the good thing is that we talk about everything. So if I feel something I'm upset about something, I will just talk to her because talking about things makes everything a, a lot better. And and she said a really good, interesting point to me. She was like, there's nothing wrong with you for having these thoughts. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you wrong. She was like, it's what, how we action and what we do with the thoughts that we think, you know? So she was like, you can use those thoughts to bring yourself down or just understand that it's just a thought and that's mm -hmm. it. You know, she was like, yeah. because she was saying one of the things that you can easily see that you do is that you'll bring yourself down and beat yourself up for feeling like that, you know, for feeling guilty that you feel, you wake up and you're like, oh, I feel fat today. You know, like their thoughts that we all have, like I'm pretty sure that every woman's ever had that thought in their life. But it's then what you do with that, whether you say, oh, 
fuck it, I feel fat today, but, you know, we'll crack on, you know, whatever. It's just one of those days I just feel a bit fuzzy, feel a bit heavy, a bit watery. Or it's like, oh, I feel fat today, I've let myself down. You know, I need to bring my calories down. I'm not doing good enough. I'm not worthy enough. Like, how we act on those thoughts. And it it really resonated with me. I was like, it's, it's, yeah, it was really good. It's really, really true. It's about thinking about things objectively. And that response is always the most important thing, isn't it? Call, calling yourself out on it and twisting it around and making it a positive yeah definitely and I think that you know if you could take things on this journey is like like our journeys is just understanding that like it's okay like it's okay to feel those ways but it's what you decide to do about it is, is the big difference isn't it yeah 100 yes yes <laughs> I feel like that's a good good place to to end the body body confidence podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it is it's really good it is I'm glad that we spoke about it because it is something that I think pretty much 99% of women struggle with some yeah. sort of body confidence or body image I think for you maybe just to put it in context of those people that you think don't everyone does you know everyone does and it's okay but talk about it be open about it don't just hold it in you know you can always talk to that you can always talk to us because we get it we're here to support you as well yeah yeah (laughs) awesome thank you so much for listening guys and we'll be back soon have a bloody lovely day bye bye